Hello, and you're very welcome to Season 2 of the Jameson Graduate Programme Podcast. This is a six-episode series focusing on a different part of the Jameson International Graduate Programme each week. These episodes aim to share insights onto how the programme supports you both professionally and personally from both past and present brand ambassadors. You'll get to know all about that serious character we look for in candidates. And on this episode, I'm joined by Tendai O'Connor, Marketing Activation Manager. Tendai will be talking to us all about a sustainable mindset. Hello, Tendai. Hi, Podge. How are you? Thanks not, for having me. Not too bad. How are you? How's things over in Johannesburg? Good, good, good. Uh, it's summertime here, and we're just getting back to work after the Christmas break. Uh, it's been good, you know. I forget it's summertime when it's wintertime over here. I forget the the, the whole how the world works really, you know, from, yeah. from, from time to I, time. I won't stand up, but I'm, I'm wearing shorts like, you know. So. <laughs> well, I, I'm very much wearing jeans with, I'm actually wearing underwarmers <laughs> under the jeans because it's, it's, it's not even that cold. I think I'm just being, uh, being dramatic. Uh, but then you're, you're rolling out, like, as I said, you're, you're an alumni of the program, but you're now a marketing activation manager, marketing activation manager for Sub-Saharan Africa. Yeah. And where does that, uh, what does that mean in terms, certainly for, for those listening who might understand what Sub-Saharan oh, Africa it's, means? It's actually a new role um, and it's, it's part of the business acceleration team for uh, the brand. So I'm based in Johannesburg, but I work directly with uh, Irish distillers, mm-hmm. but sitting at the Perner Ricard South Africa office because that's the headquarters for the African business, the sub-Saharan African business. So here kind of just to um, facilitate uh, in any business acceleration uh, activities uh, for Jemison, mostly focused on marketing. Uh, so it's exciting. It's all very new. Um, not even a year into this role now. And, uh, it's a lot of learning, um, but also very, very exciting. I want to kind of take you back, I guess, prior to your current role and even even to the program what what was it you studied in college you you were in ucd weren't you yeah so uh ucd and i studied food and agribusiness management mm-hmm. um and i to be honest before i struggled to kind of pinpoint what i wanted to do uh and thankfully i had some good uh career guidance counselors and uh I didn't want to focus too much on commerce. I wanted to kind of have a, um, a science aspect to the business and then the marriage that uh, the food and agri business uh, management course does of business management, marketing, and then science as well, food production uh, was ideal for me. Um, so, at what point, I guess, or was there a particular point, can you remember, where you whether you were introduced to the graduate program um, or you were like, oh, this is the role I, I want. Yeah, no, I always had in the, I always, I knew about it because um, there was a few people on the program from Wexford. Um, so I'm from Wexford and uh, uh, I never kind of thought about uh, applying until, uh, you know, friends in, in UCD, uh, they were thinking of applying and, um, Came up to me, she's like, "Oh, sure, you know, you're half Mozambican, you're half Irish, you're fluent in Portuguese. Sure, this, you know, uh, you should definitely apply." And uh, and so I did. There was a group of us. We literally did the application uh, t- together, like you know, the video. We kind of 
had like workshops on uh, what's your video going to be like and uh <laughs> we had stealing we had ideas right good fun with it and then yeah <laughs> we're just sharing you know sharing <laughs> and uh and then all of a sudden we uh <laughs> we actually all got onto the first assessment center and uh, it was good fun it was we were in separate days and then second assessment day we were on the same day and uh uh two of us got it and uh it was just no, it was just good fun, but it was word of mouth, you know. Yeah, that's that's how it uh, that's how it reached me, and that's the motivation that I got then to apply. I would say, yeah, I'll, I'll talk about the application process kind of towards the end and for, for advice for people listening. But you know, when you applied, what was your journey like on the program? Where were you based, and then how did you find it? So <laughs> when I applied. Uh, um, so because I'm fluent in Portuguese, uh, there was quite a bit of thought as to, to, to which market to, to, to send me. Um, but then kind of like there was a light bulb moment, I think, of uh, my hiring manager, uh, which is Stefan. It's funny because he's actually my manager now, five years <laughs> down the line, and I'm still working with him like fairly closely. And uh, the business was only kicking off in Mozambique. Um, he was kind of like, well, you're half Irish, half Mozambique, and it's ideal for you to represent, uh, you know, the uh, world's biggest Irish whiskey brand in Mozambique. So there was, uh, it just made sense. And um, I got sent there 2016. Uh, it's home for me. Um, obviously, my family's still there and whatnot. So I was a bit comfortable in that sense. Mm -hmm. But the business was only starting. I mean, like, um, to give you an idea, the, the office had nine people. And this is not just working for Jamison, working for our whole, like, burner card portfolio. So, like, it was tiny little office and you're kind of just... I was the first graduate to be sent there. So it was a lot of, you know, uh, learn as you go. And uh, has the office grown much since? <laughs> it's up to 15 now great uh, <laughs> nearly so, double <laughs> no no it's progress you know progress. yeah yeah and did you enjoy yeah. your time i guess look you, you were on the, you were in mozambique for three years um yeah so, so. yeah exactly uh i loved it i loved it and uh you know there's this people that get on the program um most want to go to you know the more kind of developed markets um I, I, I kind of argue that these developing markets, um, you know, the seeding markets for Jemison, uh, small markets, you know, a small office, uh, not a big workforce, is where you really can, if you, you can really learn a lot and quickly, and you can really make the role your own, like, because um, if you're the first one there, like, you're literally just paving the way for Jemison in that market. And you're leaned on a lot as well. So if you come in, you know, the graduate program has a world-class training and induction. So you, I literally landed there and they were like, ah, it's literally the spirit of Jemison. <laughs> just landed in Mozambique. <laughs> and uh, I was just like, well, do, do you really not know, like, what the history, the heritage, you know, what's the process, what makes Jemison different? And they were just kind of like um, leveraging the knowledge that you learn as much as possible, uh, which is good. You know? it, it is a very common thing with the program, I guess. People have preconceived ideas of where they would like to go. Um, and I guess, look, and we, we talked about this before with other guests, but that's why you don't have a preference in your year one. 
because really you you don't well you you might but the majority won't know exactly where the brand is um or what the the I guess what the requirements for the brand to grow are and that's why you know you don't have a preference in the first year because they basically where they think you know you will do the best as well um, and funny enough yeah. they, they always they, they do get it right don't no, honestly that's it's it's, it's hilarious because uh you're exactly right. So Stefan saw my skill base and where I would be um, uh, most useful uh, and could do the best. And <laughs> my experience in a developing market uh, in Africa, um, it just it helps me so much in my current role now. Mm. And I've changed roles four times, and now I'm here, and I'm like. Thank God I went to Mozambique, <laughs> uh, in a way, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and it just, it's, it's, yeah. Trust the process. And you talked there about your, your, you know, you, you rotated roles. What was your, I guess, your roles, or what was your career journey post program? So, um, yeah. So, I mean, I was there as an ambassador first year, second year, still as an ambassador, but I started taking kind of more assistant brand manager responsibilities by the end of my second year stayed in Mozambique, but I was doing a hybrid role, mm -hmm. uh, assistant, uh, assistant brand manager and brand ambassador, but I had the community manager, uh, reporting to me and I, I had, a, a, a CBL, so a Shivas brand ambassador also reporting to me. Um, so that was exciting. Uh, and then after that, I got a role in South Africa as brand manager for Pan-African campaigns. So working on multiple brands, um, Valentine's, <coughs> Shivers, Absolute. Um, it was quite a big portfolio, but working on campaigns that spanned more than three or four markets across the continent. Um, so that was a steep learning curve. And then uh, a year into that role, then... Um, this role came about and uh, I was kind of uh, tapped on the shoulder, you know, um, very passionate about Jamison um, uh, over everything. So I was already based in South Africa and there was a lot of synergies between my previous role with Pan-African campaigns and this role. Uh, so I went for it and, and, and here we are. So what's that? That's four roles uh, in five years after I started on the graduate program, I think. So it's been very like... It's a fast, uh, it's a fast career journey. Yeah, no, it is. It is. I pinch myself sometimes. Five years ago, you know, I was uh, <laughs> in the induction. Uh, and it's, the it's, induction. It's, it's, or I was a gas, actually. I was a gas this, uh, uh, this time of year. It's, uh, it's nice, though, as well, I guess, in terms of how it comes full circle. And now as the mom, as the marketing activation manager, you've brand ambassadors reporting into you. And it's it's kind of cool to see that like you know you you are now in in, in essence a mentor to current brand ambassadors who are based of course in your region. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that that that's funny when when we're doing the recruitment and uh, in the interviews and uh, Sinead was like, uh, um, "You'll do the interviews for the SSA markets." I was like, "Really? Do are you sure? <laughs> this, this guy? You sure?" Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's a great experience, and actually, it it, it works so well because. Um, the brand ambassadors in Africa that I'm working with, you know, um, a lot of that experience, it really, I think it's really appreciated the, the, the sharing of experience. And I know exactly mm -hmm. what they're kind of going through. 
Um, so it works. It works really, really well. And look, that's I think that's one of the common things as a brand ambassador. You know, while you're in a different market, you do have a, a cohort of people, be it alumni or current brand ambassadors, who are very much going through a kind of similar shared experience. Just of course in a different, probably the other side of the world. But but yeah. it, it, you have that kind of network to to rely on. Then yeah. I, in your time in the program as well, you were very, and you are very interested in sustainability. And I guess this is kind of the main um, point of topic today for, for, for the podcast. But I kind of wanted to ask, how did you incorporate sustainability into your initiatives when, when you were out in Mozambique? And, and I guess, why, why was it so important to you? Yeah, for me, look, it's um, still important. And even before the program was important to me, my uh, my parents worked for NGOs in development work in, in Mozambique, and uh, um, I grew up with that. And uh, when I um, when I moved to Mozambique as an ambassador, um, it's the realization that you are in a developing country, and uh, there's just a responsibility, uh, I think, for the business then to uh, be socially responsible and. Um, really invest in sustainability and responsibility initiatives, uh, I think, especially in developing uh, markets. Uh, so how I got into it, again, because such a small um, small team, um, we have once a year, you know, the responsible day or our day uh, that we take one day uh, out of the calendar year uh, to... Um, contribute and to do sustainability and responsibility projects and it can differ in different markets but there's no snr department in mozambique at the time so they're kind of it's a kind of a voluntary basis as to uh, who can put some time away to then um, uh, basically uh, organize a responsible day and i did um, and i really enjoyed it it's an aspect of uh, my work that i want to develop um, and it's great that the program kind of gives you this freedom to develop, you know, uh, things that aren't specifically marketing or commercial uh, based. So uh, I put my hand up. I volunteered. I did it two years in a while, well, three years in a row in Mozambique and uh, really started enjoying it. I got a lot out of it and I wanted to develop that and uh I was always looking for initiatives uh, that I could actually incorporate in my role as a, as a brand ambassador, not just Responsible Day, um, for example. And uh, <laughs> once you're kind of in the space, you started, uh, you started looking at for different opportunities, and all of a sudden I met, uh, um, I met a person that was making reusable straws out of bamboo or reed, right? That, mm. Uh, grow quite easily in, in, in Mozambique. And it was during the time where, you know, um, you know, the banning of plastic straws was in the mainstream everywhere. And uh, for us, it was an easy switch. It was like, oh, actually, that's grand. <laughs> we have this, uh, we have this, uh, this substitute here. And uh, we started working with, uh, it's a small community of kind of fishermen that, you know, they get the bamboo, they uh, chop it up, they make these uh, reusable straws. And uh, we started just investing in proper sanitization in you know, branding material, et cetera. Uh, and uh, it just became a thing. Like we had reusable straws and we had uh, uh, a kind of partner for 
our straws in every kind of strategic partnership, events, brand-owned events, tastings, whatever the case may be. We just use these these straws, and then all of a sudden, then our partners started using them and started buying them, and then became a little business, uh, which is great to see it grow. Like and uh, and no, I got I, I got I got a lot out of that, and uh, uh, <laughs> I monitored a lot as well. I was kind of known as the straw guy. <laughs> <laughs> still to this day, some people still call me the straw guy, but uh, that's that that's how it came about. And um, to this day, I've left Mozambique, and it's great that. That's still ongoing. Mm. Uh, I visited uh, Mozambique every now and again for work, and uh, still using uh, the straw guys back again. That's what they say. The straw guys arrive, back, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, what's the what's sustainability a big thing to you prior to the program? Like when you were in college, would you, would, would you be very like sustainable? Conscious? Yeah, I mean, even in my course, there's a big focus on that. You know, mm. um, there's a big focus on that, uh, and it was constant and. Uh, so I was actively learning about that. Uh, and again, previously, a lot of influence from my parents that used to work in development as well and, and, uh, in Mozambique. Uh, so got inspiration from uh, various places, like, and I just wanted to kind of see what I could, what I could do in that space, you know? Um, and it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's nice to be able, I guess, and look, it's, it's another thing about the program. It's nice to be able to bring your passion points over um, and, I guess, put them in practice. You know, mine isn't as, I guess... Um, he, I was about to say, yes, as the, 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 the podcast and the video guru yeah, here. Yeah, I literally do, but, but I, I guess mine isn't as, as, as important to say sustainability, but it's nice to be able to do that. You know, it's nice to be able to kind of champion things that you have a passion for going into the role. And you're, you are very much given, you know, if, if you come with a plan or, or an idea, you're very much kind of nurtured as opposed to to turn down you know it's very much yeah let's see yeah. What, what we can do with that and especially you know it, it's important to be sustainable be uh, conscious and, and to be I guess, ethical as a brand so it's great to be able to kind of do that in, in developing market as well um not, not just in like, of Ireland or anything like that yeah it's uh yeah for sure and it's it, it's interesting the doors it opens as well because I just thought, look, uh, it's something that I'm passionate about, you know, small projects on the side here while I'm focused on my, uh, my, uh, my role and my responsibilities, um, my core role, sorry. And, uh, and then all of a sudden, uh, I was being, uh, kind of encouraged to apply to, to different, different things and to be more involved in, in SNR projects in Africa. But then there was, uh, there still is uh, a group within Perna Ricard's called the Youth Action Council. The YAC. It's basically, the YAC, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's basically uh, uh, nine under 30 members and each member represents the department of the business, right? And uh, I was asked to, 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 to apply and uh, I was looking, oh, apply to marketing. But then there's an SNR representative, and uh, I didn't know how how it was going to go down because my role is marketing, mm. and uh, uh, like my core role isn't SNR. And um, but anyways, it's something that I wanted to kind of expand and develop. So as a brand ambassador, you know, um, developing my marketing skills, commercial skills, that's grand. Uh, but I wanted to see if I can participate in. Uh, another aspect of the business that I can develop more my SNR um, um, skills or just SNR in general. And uh, 
I applied. Uh, it's a two-part application process. You have to write an essay. There's a written application. And then there's a video application. And I was like, sounds very, sounds very similar. It sounds like, it sounds <laughs> like you've like, done this before. Like, this is hilarious. Uh, and exactly. So I was comfortable in that. Uh, and then um, once you're shortlisted, then you it's a, it's a voting process. And uh, I, I couldn't believe my luck because I was like, I have the best network within the group. Mm. And that's the graduate program network. So I sent one email uh, because your own affiliate, so no one in Mozambique could vote for me. Um, that's just grand. There's only a nine or 10 other people anyways. <laughs> I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have done much there. But um, so I literally sent an email to all of the graduates. So can you imagine like all ambassadors scattered around the world mm. were like, please vote for for me, like for this uh, SNR, to be the SNR representative in the Youth Action Council. And wow, did it work. Like I, <laughs> after I got on the program, then, you know, it's disclosed like the amount of votes and whatnot, but it just shows the the strength of, you know, the the, the graduate network. It's, it's huge, like. That's massive. Um, and uh, it just worked in my favor. Uh, so I got elected and I've been, I've literally just passed it on to the fourth generation of the YAC. Um, I was on it for three years and what an experience like. And what did um, you work on when you're there? I guess, what was your role or what, were, what, what was the... So like uh, some of the projects um, you're kind of given from the previous generation. So the Green Office Challenge, um, um, and now it's developed into the Good Challenge, but that was uh, Youth Action Council started that that project so for me i was uh running that project uh, across the group across the world and to see what snr initiatives uh can the youth uh, or any office implement that can uh, that can um, contribute to our snr targets and so i did that for two years uh, but then again you're kind of being involved in, uh, with the in my case, the, the SNR department at headquarters in Paris. So we just, um, two, three, two years ago, we just launched our new 2030 roadmap, our new SNR strategy called Good Times from a Good Place. And I was actively being involved in the thinking, uh, in the strategies prior to the launch. I was involved during the launch. Um, and then different initiatives um, like... Um, responsible party which is raising awareness of the misuse of alcohol to students um in uh, in europe partnership with the erasmus program uh so being involved in in, in in these things and then going to conferences like the one young world um was just amazing like um it's just you're not exposed to these kind of things in your normal nine to five and uh um a lot of ad hoc projects as well because there's eight other members each in different departments and even though it's a marketing or a hr project they still want to hear uh, about the snr aspect um to these projects so um it, it was a lot it was intense um but it was it was an amazing experience like um, and it's mad how that the opportunity <clears throat> came about from i guess at the time what you thought was a simple initiative in Mozambique, um, certainly your kind of first, you know, sustainable project or, or you know, SNR project within your role as a brand ambassador and how that is now steamrolled into 
when you're in the yak and the work that you've done um, and really, you know, doing the bamboo straws for the Mozambique, but then, you know, the Good Time from a Good Place, which is an initiative for the whole Pernod Ricard um, business, which is is incredible. So, like, you know, from working with nine people and it's SNR project to now, what, 15,000 we have in, in the company. Um, so big difference. But but it's oh yeah, <laughs> so it's mad a that, that that's a roller coaster ride. Yeah, yeah, so it's great. It's great that's being able. To, you know, as you said, there it's opened such doors, um, which I'm sure when you, you when you were doing your your you know your, the bamboo straws was the bamboo straws the first kind of sustainable project that you would have. No, before I did responsible day, so I was Sorry, the uh, the project leader for responsible day. And then after that, um, uh, the, this initiative with the uh, with the bamboo straws then um, happened after that. And so I'm sure when you were doing the responsible day and you, you put your hand up, I'm sure you didn't expect it to to get to where where, you, where you've gone. Oh, far from it, uh, far from it. Um, even like during the application, during because uh, all of the other applicants for SNR were like, you know. SNR experts, <laughs> you know, they, they study that full on, and they uh, that was uh, that was that's their main passion, and you know, um, working in HQ for the SNR team. So I'd say when I got it, they were a bit surprised, but um, <laughs> there was there was no, uh, I mean, there was no guardrail saying that you can't apply for different uh, to to represent like it's. Uh, I actually encourage it. I think it's it's a great opportunity to you know um, develop um, out of your your, your core role. Mm. You know, yeah, yeah, of course. And I guess one thing to mention as well, Tendai, certainly when you were on the program, um, two thousand and nineteen, I believe it was, we were winning Grad Ireland Employee of the Year. That's a huge yeah, achievement, is that another massive surprise? Yeah. What was that like when when you won? Um, and, and... Ah, surreal. Uh, that was that. That was surreal. Even getting shortlisted. I remember doing the application um, again. Another video, but a massive written application. And uh, I was just looking at the other graduate programs, and I was like, Jesus, KPMG. Wow, wow. He's you know, yeah. uh, heavy hitters here, <laughs> and. Uh, I enjoyed doing the application and uh, when I was shortlisted and uh, looking across at all the other finalists, I was like, wow, this, you know, uh, I shouldn't be here, <laughs> basically. But um, 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 but obviously really, really happy, really proud. Um, there's been, I think there's been, yeah, there's been finalists before, uh, representative of, of the Jemison Graduate Program. And uh, there's for the awards ceremony. It's a, it's a, there's a ceremony at the Mansion House, and I was still in Mozambique, so got the invite over, and uh, absolutely chuffed. And uh, during my travels over, I missed my flight. I remember. <laughs> uh, my connection. <laughs> remember Michelle telling me that. <laughs> I missed my flight, and uh, I couldn't believe it because it was literally, it was the next day. And uh, I missed my connection from Joburg to, I think it was Qatar, and then Qatar over to Dublin. And um, I was mortified. And the flights were full. I didn't think I was going to get over. Uh, and then just my luck, I think two seats uh, on the next flight were open. And I got on, I got on the overnight flight then, and uh, I got in in the morning. Uh, so I was embarrassed, like I was going into the office and people didn't think I was going to make it and whatnot. And, uh, I was there. So 
then when I, I said, geez, I better win now to, <laughs> so that people will forget that I missed my flight over. Was, and, uh, was the sustainability um, initiatives, were they, were they a large part of your submission? Um, not a large part, but it was an aspect of my submission. I think that's what made my uh, submission quite unique mm. because uh, I think the expectation, okay, marketeer, um, Jemison graduate program, um, but then, you know, um, having um, as part of your role, having an interest in sustainability and responsibility and successfully implementing initiative to your core role, I think that was a big aspect of it for sure. And uh, and then, yeah, um, all of a sudden they said my name and uh, they didn't actually just say my name, which was something I don't think they've ever done before. They actually played my application video. Again, lads, the video. experience of doing a video, <laughs> video is, yeah. is unbelievable. Um, and they played my video like in the mansion house and uh, went up to a little speech and... Uh, and then just celebrated, um, and it was ah, it was phenomenal, and that has done wonders, uh, not just for my CV. I'm sure, like um, in my interviews going forward, you know, it's been such a big talking point, and uh, uh, it's something that's um, always uh, going to be valuable um, to me. Where's the award, Tenda? Is it uh, at home? On, on is it? Yeah, it's a oh yeah, you know, it's uh, it has a big altar, you know, in my living room, and uh, I kiss it every time I walk by it. <laughs> but it, 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 like, just on that point, I, look, it's it, it's not just within, I guess, and not just within, you know, the, the graduate program, um, or within, I guess, the the working world, but it's the same with college too. I mean, these things that you do outside of of your nine to five, outside of your core study, outside of, you know, what's what's on paper for you to do, these are the things that really kind of get you help you grow um both personally and, and certainly professionally there too and as you mentioned with the grad island employer of the year or even you know working responsibility or, or doing the bamboo straws or the yak things that you've done outside of your 95 these are really what what's what's the kind of talking point with, with any interview with any company that you go to because these are the things that really set you apart from other people same within college when you do society work and stuff those are the things that really kind of set you apart from um everyone else who's in your course yeah, but I wasn't too bad of an ambassador as well. Let's not forget, my co- I was uh, still meeting my KPIs, you know. I was still, uh, <laughs> I, I heard I'm still you, performing. I heard you just never came in. That's yeah. why you're like, this, this straw yeah, guy's missing again. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I'm scared that it'll sound like that. But uh, again, like, to your point, you know, it's, it's, it's extra work. Yeah. Uh, but you still have to focus and you still have to perform. You still, you know... Um, still uh you still have a responsibility uh um uh for the business and for the brand you know but uh agree with you completely then one more question before i guess we've grown on to the the last which is a kind of quick fire round but um i guess what what practical tip would you give to people who want to be more sustainable in 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 the kind of their day-to-day life or in their working in, in their working environment so i think one of the things for me that I um, learned when I started working in these initiatives is that previously a lot like people used to kind of separate SNR from the business completely. Mm. And then, uh, but thinking about it holistically and how it integrates into every single department is quite useful. Um, 
if you think of SNR as an integral part of business, I think it's easier then to kind of see, you know, opportunities or you can see things that you can change um, because uh, I think for the most part, people are kind of just stuck, you know, in their own ways or focused. Um, if it's sales, you know, only focused on sales and then you have the SNR department who has to then think of systems then to incorporate across the group or across the business. But if all individuals would think of SNR as an integral or an overarching uh, aspect of the business, uh, it changes your perspective a little bit. And uh, that's something that I learned actually. And, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, with the straws, like like we needed straws to serve our cocktails. You know what I mean? It yeah, was like, yeah. uh, um, but you know, if you weren't thinking of actually substitutes or sustainable solutions, um, you could have got very stressed or be like, actually, no straws. Um, but you know, it's it's, a, it's an important part of our of our work as ambassadors. Mm. So. That'd be my advice, a long worded advice. I think that's great advice. Um, I want to finish off this podcast with quick fire rounds. So some quick fire questions for you. Some of them you know, one or two of them you don't know. Um, and then and that's that's really it. Um, so I guess you ready? Yeah, ready, yeah. First question, one, one word people would use to describe you? Uh, <laughs> tall. <laughs> <laughs> I would have went with straws, to be honest. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, well said. One place you want to travel to next? Uh, Nigeria. Have you been before? No. So three words you would use to describe the Jameson International Graduate Program. Um, unique. Mm -hmm. uh, it's exciting. And um, I want to say it's a great opportunity, but I'll... Opportunity. <laughs> great, great. Three <laughs> words there. Um, yeah. Favorite part of your job? Um, favorite part of my job would be building a fantastic brand in Africa, you know, mm -hmm. um, like very passionate about that, very proud of that. Uh, um, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's uh, easy. That's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Nothing compares. Yeah. Okay. Two, two questions for you here tonight. Do you have a favorite moment in your time? Both, I, I guess I'll split this up to favorite moment of your time on the program and then favorite moment of your time in Pernod Ricard. <clears throat> um... What comes to mind is uh, the big highlight, you know, uh, winning the Grand Ireland Employee of the Year. Massive for me. Um, and being the first one to do a four, uh, Jamison, you know, mm -hmm. it's, um, that's hard to beat. Um, I mean, but, I mean, it's a good highlight. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's, yeah. not, it's not small by any account. Yeah. But um, when the brand ambassadors come together, like at the Global Ambassador Summits, uh, it's pretty special, you know, mm. um, and so those, you know, um, 
thankfully uh, I was able to go to three of them and uh, you know just uh, fond memories you know it's just it's just great it's just a different energy so uh, I'll be secondly um what was the second question at Premier Ricard? Well, yeah, but like there are two good answers. But I, I, if you had a different one, I guess in your in your role in the last like five years. Um, but if, if those two are, are highlights, no, those two, I'll stick with those two. Yeah, perfect. And I guess my last yeah. question, ten for you today is: any someone's on the I guess the the fence of applying, they're not too sure, they might be afraid of doing the video, whatever it might be. Would you have any advice for them, or any like to what would you say to them? Oh, just, uh, I'd say go for it. If you're having doubt, go for it. The experience of going through the application process is valuable in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it really, if it's um, the first job you're kind of applying to, um, going through the assessment uh, assessment days or assessment centers, um, uh, kind of seeing what it takes. Um, I know a few people that have, have applied two or three times and it's the experience that have kind of got them over the line uh, at the, the, the third attempt. So the experience in itself is great. And I gave you multiple examples of how useful <laughs> knowing how video. to put together a video <laughs> is. So just do it for that and, uh, and uh, enjoy the experience, you know. Perfect. Kenda, I want to thank you very much for your time today, all the way over from sunny Joburg. And, and it was great speaking to you, even though it was through Zoom, like many things that we do in the, in the last year or two, two have yeah, been. Yeah, exactly. Um, for no, the... uh, Go on. Sorry, no, just great <laughs> chat. Thanks for having me. I uh, really enjoyed it. Well, and for those who are listening, of course, please do check out our social channels at Jameson Grab Pro for hints and tips. Uh, and of course, to keep up to date with the Jameson Graduate Program, make sure to subscribe if you do like this podcast or, or wherever you do find your podcasts. And for myself here, Collaborative Studios and Tenda, thank you very much and talk to you soon. Cheers. Thanks a million. Bye. Thanks so much to Tendai. And on the next episode, we're going to have Simon Fay, who's going to be talking to us about his career journey and learning from leaders. See you next time.